Good morning and happy Monday! I'm Monica Wofford and this is your Monday Moment. Three policies leaders engage in times of change. Now times of change are no longer a phase but instead are our new way of living and the environment in which we're all working. It's the kind of environment, one might add, less than easy to navigate, particularly when you consider all the human emotions in response or out of resistance to most changes. So how do leaders do it? How do they navigate not only the change, but what employees say about it and do with the action or even the announcement? The best, most successful, and far less frustrated leaders engage three specific policies in such times of change. They engage, implement, and then disengage these policies when they're no longer needed. Not that any of us foresee change stopping in the near future. The first policy is to require more communication. Now, one of the most painful events in times of change occurs when people start feeling left out or as if they're missing vital information. If your existing change policies and procedures demand following a chain of command, only going to human resources in certain situations, or only talking with their union steward about a needed action, this may be the time to open up the floodgates and insist people start talking with each other. Typically, only after the drama is at a heightened state and team members are making up their own version of the facts and organizations, do all hands meetings and department debriefs and start to get scheduled. Lead the effort here and break down all possible barriers for everyone to be part of the message and part of the process. The second policy to engage is to provide venting options. Now, in some cases, what's changing just stinks. Most people get that and they understand that in certain business situations, this or that change must happen. Of course, we can't continue to pay for that department when revenue is down 40%. Part of their brain is practical and the other part is going to miss their buddies in finance and distribution, for example. To keep the emotional discourse from turning practical reasoning into irrational behavior, give employees 15 to 30 minute vent sessions. This is where they talk with you behind closed doors and scream and yell or say whatever without any repercussions. They are then expected to go back to being productive. These sessions give your extroverts especially, and sometimes even your overstressed introverts, an occasion and a chance to vent things out of their head. Third policy leaders engage, schedule far more frequent check-ins. Now in less frenetic times, you may have a standard policy that states the boss should have one-on-ones with team members once a quarter or twice yearly or when performance reviews are due. In times of change, do that and then some. Check in and meet with and ask questions of those you lead far more frequently and more purposefully. 
you're not looking to create problems or conjure up negative feelings they're not really feeling. You're merely seeking to keep the communication and rapport door open. Some will naturally diminish their trust of anyone in leadership during such times, and you don't want that to happen. Lead the conversation with questions like, so tell me what's good, what's not so good, and what's changed. And keep that formula for each person. Meeting with them weekly if you feel that frequency is warranted. One policy not mentioned might well be included for just the leader versus the team members. And that is to stay focused. Leaders juggle far more than normal in times of change. And the additional needs and responsibilities in a changing environment can create shorter fuses, less decision-making abilities, doom and gloom thinking, and neediness or drama. All are normal and are best mitigated if you find a grounding point on which to focus, a safe haven. Perhaps remind yourself that no change is permanent. Find something in your world that's not changing, even if it is just the way in which you position papers and things on the surface of your desk. <laughs> Ground yourself and stay focused on what grounds you so that you can locate some stability until things stop changing. Not that any of us, again, foresee change stopping in the future, but if it were to happen, these policies might be less effective and far less needed in times where everything is smooth and copacetic. It's in the times of chaos and mayhem in which systems are new and procedures are ambiguous in which these policies have the greatest impact. Use them wisely and implement them quickly so that the emotions will dissipate and everyone can get back to working or at least be less inclined to overreact to the next change that's likely coming. I'm Monica Wofford, and that's your Monday moment. Have a great week, an even better Monday, and of course, stay contagious.